Blog Talk Radio. Hello. This is Real Metaphysical Talk. I am your host, Joan. Yes, so I'm I'm so abrupt. Hi there. Welcome. Thanks for joining me. Um, we're here on a brand new episode. As we get closer to the end of 2015, I'm sure plenty of us, I know I am, super excited to get myself out of this year. <laughs> aren't we all? But some of us are enjoying what we've accomplished throughout this year. Anyhow, new moon yesterday. I'm like, I feel like I'm jumping the gun. I'm only a minute in. I'm all over the place. We need to settle down. We need to slow down a minute. We need to take some time. Like I said, I'm going to start over and reintroduce myself. If you don't know who I am, my name is Joan. I am your host. On this here show called Real Metaphysical Talk. Been around for over a year, but been on Blog Talk for almost three. So if you have any questions, interested in what I have to say, go back and listen to the archives. There's plenty of shows to choose from, all kinds of topics. Um, And you can follow me on Facebook if you're interested. Follow along, like the page, say hello, say hello to other listeners as well as maybe being a Blog Talk uh, registered user. You can join in the chat room live with all of my shows every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard. Seems to be the standard so far. And, um, of course, if you're on iTunes, please add this to your podcast list and listen and get your updates weekly. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate all of you listening. And, And, of course, share. Share with others. Start conversations at work, at home, with friends and family. Start a fight if you have to, if you don't like what you're listening to. But at least share the knowledge. Enlighten. Share your light. And start the conversation. Start talking about what's out there. We all have something to share. That's why I'm here. Now, as I'm here talking last week, I warned you or let you know I clued you in on New Moon Wednesday, 11-11, brand new New Moon, um, which happened yesterday. wanted to give you all a heads up and, and, of course, posted it on Facebook to make sure that you were getting your New Moon wishes ready and your abundance checks ready. This New Moon was in Scorpio. Let's give you a couple pieces of detail if you don't already know. And I'm sure you've felt a shift felt a change. It's a start of a cycle of transformation. It's how we shed our outdated ideas and thoughts and ways of being. Scorpio is all about death and rebirth. It's, and plus, with the 11-11 being a portal, it's like opening up a brand new door. It's all about the shifting of tides. And so here we are. Scorpio is about sexuality, birth, death, inner transformation and this time is all about the destruction and creation we're talking about healing power where are we stuck where did did you find out what needs what you need to change are you making and taking the steps to morph your life to shift your energy and move forward, were you able to recognize 
problems and issues and, and places that you feel like you can't move or you've been doing the same thing over and over again. This new moon, number one, helps us with this new beginning. Scorpio allows you to shed your skin like a snake, you know, being a he- you can heal yourself. You can, um, I kind of get a picture of starfish, loses the limb, grows it back, regenerates it. You're regenerating yourself into a brand new version of you. Knowing where you are weak, knowing where you need to work, what you need to work on. This new moon, if you haven't felt the energy, you will be feeling it now. You should have already felt it or at least had been given a clue as to where and what you are currently working on. Theo also, uh, being a water sign helps you focus on passion and resourcefulness, being focused, and the whole deal with the new moon is you have to consider how to how to um, incorporate this into your life positively. Bring it in, you know, with a positive twist. You can't always say, well, you know, this is not going so well. Look at how we can turn these things up. Look at how we can add these things. How can we um, address these items? Where are you feeling where you're out of control. What can't you get a hold of? Do you have an addiction? Do you have something that... You, <laughs> food, for example. I rely on food to calm myself. Many people rely on... Maybe they're emotional eaters. Maybe they are um, relying on other substances, drink for calming, or, you know... Uh, what have you. Are you an exercise freak? Now, that's a good benefit. But do you exercise too much to the point of you're obsessive? And you might be um, anorexic or bulimic or get to the point where, you know, it's um, bad for your health. Whatever it is that you might be attached to. Um, this also, things that you're feeling out of control, money, love, um things in your life, just, just not feeling like you're in control with money and debt. Another thing, you, it just keeps piling up and piling up. This is a time that you can free yourself from these burdens, from these attachments. You have to find a different approach. It's all these destructive behaviors that are now being released. The cycle right now with the new moon in Scorpio forces you to dig deep, forces all of us to dig deep, find those areas that have been hidden, shine the light on it and start to release the junk out of our lives. Have you done any physical cleaning in your home, in your office, at your desk, in your car? Something that is allowing you to let go of these physical items. Are you releasing physical, or I'm sorry, emotional baggage? Have you released things that you no longer need in your head, in your life. You know what? I always get angry when I'm driving. I always feel like this when this happens. And and I'm trying to think of other situations. But maybe it's time to let go of why you need to complain in the car. There's no it's, – it's a waste of energy. It's a waste of time. You're creating a, a complaint 
The universe hears the complaint and gives you more to complain about. What you think you create, we're back at this. But back with this new moon and the energy, this allows us to do a cleanup. It allows us to make changes in our life when we clean the garbage out. It's, it's also a time not only to understand our deeper emotions and our thoughts and our feelings, but it allows us to look into others' motives and try to understand them. Try to be compassionate. Understand where they're coming from so that you can provide forgiveness and learn what exactly be trying to convey in their message, even though they might be not be able to, to communicate it with you or with someone else for that matter. You might be the third party looking in on a situation and you could help um, reassess. Take this time to work on your quality as opposed to quantity of things that are happening. Spend more quality time with people. Use this to work on developing maybe your relationships or special projects, something that you're passionate about, again. Um, But adding, giving it more purpose, finding little things to be appreciative about, especially with your other person, with your partner. But also in the work that you're doing, if it's a passion or a project that you're working on, get that reason why and really push forward on that. This is really why I'm working on it. And then you're going to find more reasons, more passion to push it and make it grow. This new moon also provides you insights and a sense that you're going to move forward and that you are moving forward. Baby steps, people. We're moving. We are getting there. And the one thing recently, speaking of feelings, yes, it's November. I've been getting this feeling like, okay, I'm getting ready, I'm cleaning, but it, I wonder if it's Scorpio doing this because I, I'm getting this feeling that I need to get things in order, but I'm starting to feel that hominess. I'm feeling that sense of family, that sense of um, friends and companionship and pulling things together, and it's just that feeling of love right around the holidays. And maybe not everyone feels the same way, but I just feel like I really want to just start decorating for the holidays. I know some people say, oh, you can't do that. It's too early. It's too soon. But I think the decorating, I think bringing in the reminders of the holiday season helps to brighten the mood. It helps to um, make things happier. If there, if there's favorite movies that you like to watch during the holiday times, maybe pull them out and, and begin to watch them now. I mean, granted, two weeks from now we have Thanksgiving in the U.S. We're going to be celebrating that. And before we know it, four weeks later, boom, we're already on to Christmas. So we can watch we can watch these shows. We can watch these movies any time of the year. Why is it now that we're feeling more attached to them? Yes, we're, we are cyclical beings. We love a cycle. We love repetitiveness. It's what we're used to. But why can't we continue this feeling all year long? So let's stretch it out and start it earlier and start it earlier. Have you done your shopping for the holidays? Well, guess what? (laughs) Was that a bad segue? Yeah, probably. Anyways, (laughs) here 
I can help you provide you with ideas for those hard-to-buy people. Now, yeah, okay, grandma's hard to buy for, mom's hard to buy, dad's hard to buy for. But what about those people that are metaphysically inclined? What do you, what, you want to get them something special, what should you get them? I'm here to offer suggestions. So, yes, even though it is the holiday time, I said, I know I love this, this time of the year and feeling and how I'm feeling loved and feeling like things are growing and being nurtured and there's, there's, forward momentum and we're starting to build and I want to keep this building. So if we can have people learn how to share the holidays, gift giving guides, and it doesn't have to be for the holidays, this could be for birthdays and special occasions. Giving gifts for the metaphysically inclined. Yes, let's Google this. We can, you know, anybody can pick up the phone and call, uh, hey, do you have suggestions? And I can look up on Google and and ask Siri, and I can ask Cortana, and all these other computerized beings. Give me ideas for people who like psychics, or people who like tarot cards, or people who like crystals and gemstones. But rather than just going out and buying something, let's tune into their energy. We we all have that intuitiveness. We all have that psychic connection. And you know that you know your friends, your family, your loved ones, those around you. You know that you have some type of connection with them. So what is it that you can get them? What are my best suggestions? Well, I was thinking about this as I um, was driving into work today. What could I possibly get some people? Of course, this weekend in our area, there is a... um, a psychic fair. Actually, it's a Seek the Light Expo. And this expo has many readers. It has many vendors providing information and services as well as um, suggestions. And I'm sure there's other, um, you know, gift-giving things that you could buy. Like I said, vendors having their crystals, their stones. Um, Is it a good idea to get people, things, or services. What, what, what do you, how do you feel about that? I love the idea of giving services to people, specifically healing services. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoy a good psychic reading. I enjoy good tarot card readings. I'm all for experiencing different types of readings. Feel... Unless the person you know you know them very well and they do enjoy reading, I personally would not purchase a reading for someone unless they were looking to get a reading soon anyway. The reason why I say this is because in the event that they have a reading where they're receiving information, some people take this information and they take it negatively. Many people, I know many of you, are very open and receptive to the ideas and thoughts that a reader has for you. But if you have a bad experience with a reader, you know, even if you just visit, go visit your local reader, go to your metaphysical store and you sign up for a reading, even at a psychic fair, if you have a bad experience, I'd rather not have that as a gift to remind you, oh, well, 
Joan gave me this reading. She bought this reading for me, and she suggested I go see um, John Smith. John Smith was giving readings. I don't connect with him. I don't understand what he's saying. I can't, I can't feel where he's coming from. He's just not in tune to me, and I'm not in tune to his, his energy. Okay. Psychic readings are a hard gift to give. Unless the person, unless you absolutely positively know this is what this person wants. If, you're, if, you're, if this is a point-and-shoot type situation, don't get psychic readings for people. Tarot card readings, too. You can purchase a reading for someone if they're interested in getting readings. If you know that the person is, uh, hey, or that tarot card reader just came into town and you heard somebody's interested, great. Okay, go for it. Get them that reading that they're looking to get. But... If um, I would suggest really getting um, getting a healing session, getting a Reiki session, massage therapy with Reiki, getting a tuning fork session, chakra clearing, chakra cleansing, something that the, your loved one can experience. You're looking out for them. Have, have it be something that's physical, that they're there. Um, I wouldn't offer a clearing that's not happening in their own presence. Purchase a gift certificate for them to go have healing done, have a um, session done, and then they can decide if they want to learn that further. If it's something that they have talked about but they never do for themselves, get that. Healings. I'm all for the healings. I'm all for the angel healings. Angel readings are another one. Depending on how you feel about um, what exactly, you know, you, how you feel about angels. Angels are also, you can get the, the psychic readings, but the angels are there for protection. So it is a good idea to get that as well. Now, you can always get physical gifts. Don't coffee mugs, T-shirts, whatever. But for the metaphysically inclined, you can offer tools of divination. If your person is a tarot card collector, if your person loves rune stones and you find a different style for them, yes, great suggestion. But... Um, find something in tarot cards. Maybe they're interested in symbols. Is there a certain symbol that they're following? Maybe you want to find something specifically for them. You know that they've had problems with, um, with money and abundance. So find certain symbols. Do your research. If you find a certain symbol and you find certain things, crystals and stones. If you're giving crystals and stones and you can give them a pouch... For chakra protection, you can give them a pouch for abundance. You can give them a the lucky bamboo, which is great for your feng shui. It's great to give the gift, but when you give the gift, I am going to suggest that you provide a, an explanation, um, like a card. And in your card, you say, this is what it's for, and here's the background and the history and how it can help you. By you sharing this information, sharing your light, like I tell you, share this show with others, you are able to let them learn at their pace. 
and maybe they have information. Maybe they know something about it too, and and it never told you or never shared it with anyone. And they've been doing feng shui for years, or you know know about crystals and stones, and they have them hidden in their desk or they have them hidden at home. This is something that. Um, you can continue to share and at least open up conversations between you and your loved ones. Another suggestion, if you're purchasing for people for the holidays or for your gifts and giving at birthdays or whatever other special occasions, is you can buy jewelry, you can buy essential oils. Essential oils are great. However, smells are different for each individual person. So if you're going to give essential oils, Number one, know what the person likes or offer a the gift card to go get something specific to their liking. Um, have a session with a person who can create a specific combination of oils for abundance or for uh, love or whatever they that person feels like. So if I'm receiving that, I would like to go and make something of my own Oh, I don't know what I like. Let me see. I want to work on this. I like this smell and I like that smell. So I can make my own like essential oil perfume or um, roll-on is usually how they're given. If you want to, you know, you can give sprays that will make, uh, that are good for luck or good for happiness. You can provide little statuettes of Buddha or Ganesh for the um, for your abundance. You can provide you citrine and the rose quartz and and green adventurine for your prosperity. Provide the little explanation of the stones. This is what I want to give to you. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It is that thought. People that are metaphysically inclined are all about the thought, the time that you spend behind it. Something else that um, I like to do, I am a person who is very creative, so I like to create things, and I like to um, craft and build things and, and things of that nature. And as I'm creating and I'm crafting and I'm doing, I'm putting Reiki into my items. If you are looking and shopping at craft fairs and you're out at metaphysical stores or you're out at uh, events and they have Reiki-infused items, that is something else that you can also consider giving to people if you're not sure, you know, and maybe they don't understand Reiki, so you can provide that explanation. Like I said, find a place that will offer the service, even if it's just for the short 15 minutes so someone can have that experience. Candles, again, with the explanation, here's what these colors are for, learning about candle magic. Some people are afraid of those words, you can offer suggestions of, rather than saying candle magic, say, I'm offering you these candles for protection or I'm offering you these candles for abundance or for love or I know that you're going to be going through some situations, so here I'd like for you to light this. Yes, we give candles um, for the holidays and we give them and they're scented. But if you're giving them with meaning and and explaining what the meaning is behind it, that... Um, that information we're just sharing and we're growing together. Now, one other thing that I did in my searches for gift giving is selecting the perfect gift. One of the other ways people can give gifts is by doing theirs on astrology. You can give gifts based on astrology signs. 
if you do some searches out there, you can have, uh, I know Susan Miller from Astrology Zone, she has a whole guide on giving gifts for both men and women for each sign. Of course, you know, for the Leo woman, I say this so that you guys can line up and get me a gift. No, I'm kidding. For the Leo woman, Leos have star quality, so you're looking for something that's, um, say, for instance, uh, a silk scarf by designer. Now, Susan Miller tends to, you know, give you a little bit more high-end descriptions. Um, also mentions about buying a bookshelf for the stereo unit for her office for the Leo woman because she likes to have music while she works. Looking for jewelry that's in a wide necklace. Looking for uh, specifically rubies that would be the favorite gem of a Leo. Doesn't always have to be. Or looking for something that is um, gourmet, jams, jellies, and fruits, and nuts, and, and little bread baskets, things of that nature, bittersweet chocolates. Pampering at the spa for the Leo woman. So if you go out, like I said, to Astrology Zone and you can find suggestions that way if you want to go via the astrology route. Also another way, um, gift giving by the signs, for example, Aries. Aries, they like to have things that are monogrammed or with their favorite motto. They're looking for something. They're one-of-a-kind trailblazers. They look for those gifts, those one-of-a-kind things. Taurus are individuals um, that claim to be, it says here, uh, ultra-materialistic and would adore something that they can wrap their finely tuned tactile senses around, something that's very earthy, very... Um, sense-worthy, you know, and I'm, I'm rubbing my fingers together, so I'm kind of like feeling like fleece or the fuzzy pillows. Um, Gemini's crave variety. They don't like being hemmed in, um, looking for books, new information, new understanding. Cancers love anything having to do with the home and the heart, something that has to do like reminiscing. Maybe even um, buying them ingredients for their first herb garden. Leo's um, like self-expression and um, they like autobiography. It says, buy them an autobiography of their favorite performer. Um, Virgos are all about being their choosy, but gift cards to their favorite stores will be a nice surprise. Um, Libras like doing things in tandem, so getting them a spa treatment and buying them their favorite facial product. Um, they love uh, luxury. Scorpios are passionate and private, so if you buy them a little bit something more intimate, or at something adding flair to their favorite room. Sagittarius, they like adventure and anything from travel books to vouchers to something for their fiery spirits. Capricorns, um, uh, everything, they have a soft spot for family heirlooms and antiques. Find something unique at the vintage store or even pawn shop as this um, astrology.com suggests. Aquarius likes cutting edge and latest technology gadgets. Um and also the latest accessories or apps for their gadgets. Pisces are love the indulging in healing techniques and therapies. And something that invokes their feelings of peace and serenity. Now, you've got those. You can all, always do it by the sign. But if you're into numerology, and I see that I'm probably not going to even have time to go through any of the numbers, but you can refer to Glynis McCants. She is the numbers lady. If you're using numerology, you can use your numbers to find the appropriate gifts for each person in your life via the numbers. Like I said, you've got astrology, the numbers. You could probably use even the Chinese zodiac to find the right gift 
for your individuals. But like I said, my ideas, and I'm just going to reiterate, my suggestions are healing, go for the healing, go for protection, go for something that shows that you care, that you're compassionate, that you want to um, share the information and, and provide explanation as to the things that you're giving as those gifts for your metaphysically inclined. Is it easy to buy for someone who you think is intuitively uh, going to tell you exactly what you're going to buy before it gets there, the psychic in your life? Do it anyways because they know you'll know that they appreciate what you're providing, especially if it's time. And speaking of time, we've run out on this episode here on Real Metaphysical Talk. Thank you for joining me. My name is Joan. Look for me on Facebook under Real Metaphysical Talk. Add me on here on Blog Talk Radio as one of your favorites. Again, if you can, join me in the future in the chat room. I look forward to talking to all of you, and I appreciate you listening to this episode and every episode that I've had and my episodes going forward. Take care. Peace to you all.